Hi, you're listening to Chris and Shaz in the Mother of All Roles podcast. Two real mums talking about real issues in an attempt to make the ordinary extraordinary. Remember to like, love and share this podcast if you think it's as amazing as we think it is. And if you absolutely love one of our episodes or all of them, pop us a review on iTunes or Spotify. It really helps us to know how we're connecting with our audience. And of course, we want to keep bringing you the best content possible. So let me introduce my incredible co-host, Sharon Halliday, who is an author, Reiki practitioner, angel intuitive and mother to Leo 12 and even nine. And now she can add book coach to her list of titles. Go Uh Shaz. We're now getting to know her as the book Sherpa, guiding aspiring authors to conquer their Everest and write their books. And I'm Chris Evans, wife and mum to two gorgeous girls, Anna 10, Kate 7, and founder of Mummy Jobs Australia, delivering services and products to support mums in gaining career confidence and advancement. Well, Chris, as you said, it's that time again. And once again, we want to say a big thank you to our listeners, our dedicated audience, and a big welcome to any first-time listeners. We are still celebrating our first big milestone of 1,000 downloads of the podcast. And we know that it's not just us that are downloading the episodes after <laughs> after all Chris and I always admit that we have to often go back and consult our own advice from time to time but it's it it's the thousand is not just us <laughs> <laughs> I know right it's good stuff babe <laughs> yeah but, but seriously those thousand downloads are due to a very supportive audience which is building um, those are the people that are enjoying our episodes and getting something out of each and every one Yeah, and look, well, we do aim to please by giving lots of practical advice and takeaways. And, um, you know, it's just great to see that it's having an impact. I I have had loads, I have to say, I've had loads of listeners share some really beautiful stories about how our content, content, it's like has really helped them through something or given them that clarity they've needed uh, to get to that next step. Well, I was having this very conversation today with a good friend of mine and my new walking buddy, Trudy Rolston. Shout out to you, Trudy. And I was saying, you know, it's really important to us that we are not just sharing our experiences because we know that's where others can relate. But it's also about providing that practical advice and the solutions, the takeaways, as you say, so that our audience Mm. can apply some of these same practices that you and I use every day. That's right, Jazz. Absolutely. Now, last episode, we talked about uh, all things health shocks and overcoming blocks, and I'll admit it was one of our heavier ones for sure. Mm. Uh, We discussed some pretty big topics like how we were both confronted by some mortality issues with, in my case, my mum suffered a heart attack back in September um, 2021, and Chris, your husband, Ryan, he he had a stroke, and mm. we are we are pleased to say that both my mum Jan and your Ryan are on the road to recovery and have been improving day by day, and we are just super grateful for that. Yeah, it it was a big episode that last one for sure. There were definitely tears as well. So many tears. Um, it was actually I found it really hard to get through. Yeah, and uh, it it was, and look, not just from us. I, I've actually had a few people tell me how it had impact on them. Um, and you know they drew a personal connection to it and they 
immediately went and hugged their loved ones, you know, right afterwards. And isn't that right there what it's all about for us, affecting positive change in our lives and the lives of our listeners? Oh, absolutely. And look, today will be no exception as we jump into this episode, a podcast of ice and fire. Nice work on the title, by the way, Shaz, paying a little homage to George R.R. Martin's novels, A Song of Ice and Fire, which many people will know that was adapted into that juggernaut of uh, that, well, I guess that we all came to love as Game of Thrones. Well, I often say a play on words never hurt anyone, so embrace <laughs> it, people. And with a catchy title like that, we're bound to get some people wondering what this is all about. Today, guys, we're discussing what some people might view as extreme methods of transformation, all in the name of self-development. Yes, when it comes to personal development and personal transformation, there isn't much we haven't tried, I must say. And I want to add there, because we are evolving beings, that's the nature of being human. We, we are always on the hunt, always seeking. Uh, for you and I, Chris, I know that's how we make our lives better, easier, more enjoyable. And we attempt to bring that into our podcast episodes, which is why our slogan is so meaningful to us, two mums attempting to make the ordinary extraordinary. Yeah. And sometimes extraordinary results cause for extraordinary measures. Yeah. And I suppose walking on hot coals like I did and plunging yourself into icy water like you did, Shaz, is sometimes what you have to do, right? That's right, Chris. <laughs> and, you know, we had our little debriefs after each of those experiences and, and basically yeah. we agreed that the rewards are well worth the initial pain, for lack of a better word. Like, what do they say? No pain, no gain. <laughs> and those experiences... They really did create a shift in us. That is that is a definite. Um, but in order for people to understand just what's involved in these practices, I guess we better take them back to the beginning. And for you, Chris, it started as a longtime admirer of the work of the one and only Tony Robbins. Yeah, Tony, the the big guy. He's <laughs> um, uh, you know, I guess my relationship. Uh, with the teachings of Tony goes back probably a good 20 years uh, and Tony's wisdom I guess resonated with me, with me from the get-go to be honest I remember being him uh, being into him in my early 20s and it was like it was like I was searching for something more but the thing is uh, I never went any further with his teachings at that point as I actually felt I would be judged Wow. Um, yeah, and as I found out later, um, people would think I have drunk the Kool-Aid, <laughs> uh, which he says at his events. He's like, you know, everyone's going to, you're going to go home, people are going to go say you've drunk the Kool-Aid and I'm here to motivate hmm. you. And he actually says, I'm not a motivator. I'm not here. I'm not your guru. Isn't that I'm what I'm saying? I'm not your guru. Yeah, that's I, right. I, I saw that one. That, that's, that's exactly right because he's like, well, I'm not the one who's going to be there when you carry on your journey. You are. And True. so that's that's quite powerful. And, and I think when you sort of go to the events, you start to go, oh, wow. Um, but I think I was always one, I was always fearful of like what other people would think about me um, doing something like that. And so I just never did it. 
Mm. And, and that's so, understandable if you you know you're in your twenties, as you say. It, that's that's yeah, vulnerable. That's the sort of yeah. That's what you're thinking about um, back then. You know, you're more concerned about what other people think of you and judgment. And that, and that's true, right? Like you know, and like I was saying, it wasn't until my mid thirties and post becoming a mum that I actually let go of what other people thought, and I just and I went for it, you know. And I attended initially three to four of his three hour talks, mm-hmm. and they were at they were at various other speaker events, which were actually life changing in themselves. Mm. And then came the big event, which which was always the one. Um, well, they actually refer to it as the kindergarten of personal development because there's many more to go go yeah, to. It's, it's like the starting point. It's like point. Tony 101. Totally, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is kindergarten. Oh, right, okay. Um, so they call it UPW, uh, also known as, well, it's Unleash the Power Within. Yeah. So 8,000 people at Curtis Arena, Sydney, came together for a four-day event with 12 plus hour days so some of the days we well we would we didn't finish until probably midnight you know in bed by 1am something like that and um i'm just thinking i'm hoping our our connection stable shares just while i'm in the middle of sharing that can you hear me i lost you there for a moment but i can hear you again now so we'll Yep. Cool. So we'll just pick up there. So, you know, like I was saying, 12 hour plus days, I was heading into like 1am by the time we got home. It was crazy. Yeah, Uh, I've heard about that. And you just, people go, how am I going to do it? Well, you do do it. You actually do do it. Um, And then the first night they call breakthrough night, which is also the firewalk. Wow. So... In short, and I won't outline the 12-hour day. <laughs> We'd be here for a while. <laughs> We'd be here for a while. But that first day, the whole 12 hours was spent preparing for the firewalk. That was it. That's all, That was what the first day was about. So for those wondering, it's three to four metres of hot coals laid out. Uh, and it was something I wanted to do. And even right up until a very short time before I actually did it, there was still that little question to myself. You know, with all that preparation, those mm. hours of preparation, can I actually do this? Is this actually, you know, happening, I guess? And um, it did, it, it happened with 8,000 mm. people as well. Good on um, you. Huge, absolutely huge. And although, you know, it seems like a lifetime ago, it is uh, a moment, an anchor point for me, like to go back and I can go back there in a heartbeat and I can remember that barrier very quickly that I crossed that night and the fear I overcame and look I mean all of my words here will never really be enough for our listeners to truly know you know what my experience was sure um and you know obviously the same for you too with with from the ice side of things but it's simply something you have to experience yourself and and of course lastly the question I get asked the most is did you get burnt (laughs) Well, that's what I was going to ask. <laughs> so um, the answer is no. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the, there's so many reasons around that answer. Uh, but the, I guess the, the core. The mind is, boggles. Well, it's the mind. 
It's just the power of the mind. And that is completely, you know, how I got across those coals. It's just absolutely amazing. Um, and, and, I, and I'll leave it at that because if people, people are really keen, they want to find out, you've got to do it for yourself. But, sure. but there is a whole process and uh, it's very safe and it's, it's just an incredible experience. Uh, so that, that's all I can really share on that. But it's a beautiful anchor point for me to always be able to go back to and then connect with other fears or barriers that I have that will continue to come up in my life as they do. Cool. I suppose, you know, if you do have uh, fears and doubts come up, you've really only got to, got to cast your mind back to that moment and go, hey, if I can walk on fire, surely I can overcome whatever this is in front of me. But I, I don't know if much can compare to that, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. It's like, you know, surely, absolutely. And so it is in those moments of, you know, weakness and vulnerability that we all, we're humans, that we will continue to go through that you do, you know, I do, I can, in a heartbeat, I can go back, take that yeah. moment and go, no, come on, I, I can do this, you know. So and that's I, what you mean by the anchor point. Yeah, so you use it as something you can go back and put, draw on, pull on, and, you know, that, that's for you with your ice, you know, and I'm, you know, we'll talk to that and we'll get to that in a sec as well. I want to sort of go through your your experience with that. Um, Sorry, you're going to say that something very important. About the anchor point. Yeah, about about that experience for you. Yeah, it's something that you just can go back and say and just pull on, hold on and draw on in those moments where you're just not feeling as strong as you would normally be. And the thing is you can always go back there and and, and that's part of all of that learning over those that four-day event that I did. was It was just incredible. And I've actually done it twice. I've done it in person and I've done it online. Wow. Um, yeah. So online, I didn't create my own fire um, walk. <laughs> that, that, that was not recommended. <laughs> no. Um, I'm not a professional in that area, but instead of it, we did the board break. I was um, going to say, I've heard about this board breaking. So yeah. that's the one you do online at home. Yeah. So they send you a board <laughs> and you just go through the shaking same my head. Online. I realized no one can hear me shaking my head. <laughs> She's shaking her head. Um, <laughs> and because they had to, they had to obviously find a way through the last few years as to how they could actually continue to take people through that, that experience. Um, and, you know, there was jokes about, oh, well, do we create our own, you know, firewalk? No, we don't. We're going to be <laughs> board breaking instead it's a little bit safer yep um yeah there would have been a few liabilities i'd suggest and look the other thing too that comes out of all these events it's not just you on your own as a solo journey i just wanted to at this little moment where i'm sharing all this i'd love to do a massive shout out to two incredible lifelong friends that i met at that event kathy and emma you know they uh they know who they are they are truly incredible women and, you know, we went from being strangers to lifelong friends in four days. That's just crazy. So, Emma, just a very short, quick story there if I can throw it in, Shaz. Sure. Her and I've I, heard you talk about Kathy and Emma you know, very fondly. So I know yeah. they had a massive impact on your life. You know, I mean, Emma and I didn't even know each other. We wanted, We needed accommodation together. So we just did a quick FaceTime felt that we trusted each other, rocked up, shared an ap apartment together, and that was awesome. 
And Kathy and I, we sat next to each other for the whole entire event. Event, and you know, we sh- you share a lot in yeah, those you bond, four days. Don't you? Yeah, you you're bond. getting really deep with the, your stuff. Huge. And so there you go. That and that and that that's that was just you know that was priceless taking away those two friendships. Yes, I fire walked, and then you know the cream on the top. So you and I have talked about doing that um, at some point. Uh, we will definitely do get our Tony on together at some point. We've made that pact for sure. So, yeah, absolutely, Shaz. I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah, I know you will. And I know you'll hold me to that too. But that's the story. It's on my bucket list, mate. I've got to do it. It's it's one to do. It's absolutely one to do. And so there you have it. That was my experience. That's such an incredible share, Chris, and, and what you achieved, what you got out of it. I do remember talking to you soon after it, and I, I could I could feel that energy buzzing and shift the your shift you had yeah. was palpable, um, and I could feel that buzz through your words that you were using. You know, your language had changed, your whole demeanor. Um, it yeah, language. Seems, yeah, it's massive, isn't it? I could definitely yeah. tell. Um, it was like a before and after, and it seems like it was very much the case for us that. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. So, oh, isn't that true? Absolutely. And, you know, this has happened to us time and time again, Shaz. And I'd even go as far to say it's one of the foundations of our friendship, among many other things. Not like debate club. <laughs> we shout out to the debating team. <laughs> I don't know if we've um, shared much of it. I think we might have in the early episodes, but just yeah. a, a little um, recap or bring people up to date. You know, yeah, for our new listeners. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Our connection started when I was at uh, Canberra Girls Grammar's border, and Chris was a day girl, and Chris's family were guardians for me. So what that meant was, as a border. You could, um, you had a, a couple of people that you listed as, you know, I guess safe havens, <laughs> for lack of a better phrase. For me, it was all about, I, I don't want to put the food first, but food was a big, was high on the agenda. But you will. Some, some quality, <laughs> I will to go there, some quality food outside of boarding house food. And, um, but no, it was really just to have another family that you could go to on the weekends. And um, we were so connected through our public speaking and our debating, we were pretty, um, that was a big thing on our agenda at school. And, and we were, um, guns. We were I, I, was, I wasn't <laughs> going to say it, but I was I'm going to put it out there. Um, I think we were almost undefeated. Like we were, that was our heyday, babe, when I think about it, you know, yeah. they was bringing home those trophies. So good. We did. We, did. we brought home a lot of somewhere. trophies and medallions, went it. all over Canberra doing our debating and we loved it, mate. Um, you know, you can't deny it. But and here um, we are. Here, here we, we are, are. podcasting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's cool. Um, we're bringing back debate club and making public speaking cool again. <laughs> <laughs> For you, it probably never went away. <laughs> but we, you know, ap- apart from sharing our love of uh, public speaking and debating, you know, uh, we we share a love of all things self development. And yeah. I guess, you know, if we rattled off everything we'd ever tried in the name of self-improvement, we would easily fill an entire episode, probably a whole day of episodes, I reckon. Yeah, I think you're right there. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, even though you had already been working with Tony's teachings, Chris, you know, as you say, it goes back like 20-odd years. 
yeah. the opportunity to do the firewalk came at a time in your life when I suppose, you you know, you needed something bigger and bolder to create the shift. And that's what we're saying about, you know, when when you're ready for a change, it, it appears in some way that teacher appears. Mm. Um, and I know that was certainly the case for me. I felt like uh, last year I was at a bit of a crossroads in my life when the opportunity to do the ice water therapy presented. And even just the way that things lined up for me to do it, it was like the universe was conspiring to provide me with something that would give me the jolt is the best way I can describe it and yeah. propel me into the next level of my life because it's not until you do these sorts of things that um, you start to really know more about yourself. Yeah, that's and that's really powerful what you just said there, Shaz. Like it's not that self-awareness and know, like learning, knowing more about the DPU, like what, mm. what more have I got in me that I can... Yes. Bring what, out. Can I, what more can I give? What more of my authentic self can I bring forward that I know is in there that I haven't been honouring is probably the best way yeah. for me to say it. I really felt like um, I wasn't stepping into that on 100% the way I had always envisaged I would. Yeah, absolutely. And allowing yourself to go into those that those moments and those experiences and uh, through my teachings uh, or my learnings, it's, you know, the, they worded as leveling up, you know. Yeah. And I think that's a really cool, well, I just, I like, Great way of it saying like it. that. Yeah. Yeah, you know? for sure. And I guess I, I want to make mention also here that I love how you embraced the opportunity at what seemed like it was, it was really last minute, wasn't it? It, it was. It wasn't planned. Like I said, it felt like the universe was like conspiring. Um, just the way in which I found myself doing the ice therapy, it's a story in itself. I'd been visiting with a good mate, Sherry. Shout out to Sherry. She often gets a few shout outs, on, <laughs> I know. Um, so this was on a Wednesday and just in conversation with her, she mentions that she's doing this cold water therapy session that Saturday, so a few days later. And so one thing led to another and before I could say, holy crap, I hate the cold, <laughs> I, I was joined up and I was going along as well. So I suppose I was, I have to admit, I was a bit at ease when I realised that my other mate, Leah Scott, shout out to Leah, she was hosting the event. So, you know, I'd, not, I'd known Leah for years. We'd worked together before. Um, so that helped, but still I had to shut out any of these this limiting self-talk that came up and I just had to embrace it. I just, my family couldn't believe I was doing it because they know how much I don't like the cold. And I'll admit here now live on the podcast, I've never said this before. <laughs> I don't think I've told many people this. From May until September, I wear double pants. You're right. So as in, that, okay, leggings, yeah. under jeans or a tracksuit, that's how much I do not like the cold. Okay, so uh, yeah, right. I know it's, uh, it's out there now. I can't take it back. That's but how this... I was like this too. We got a chat. I was like this as well. Well, I need. And I, you got look, there. Yeah, well, I did. And so I, I went along to this event and I just, I had this little pep talk with myself and I said, no matter what gets thrown at you today, you're just going to go for it. Like 100% immersion. Um so we obviously build up to it like what, you know, not a 12-hour build up, but the few hours before it. Oh, yeah. Leah's great at explaining what's involved. 
and um, puts you at ease and you do some amazing breathing and, and meditation work. Um, and in the moment that I took the plunge, pun intended, <laughs> I will tell you that I will never, ever forget that feeling of invincibility I had when I first re-emerged from that ice bath. It, yeah. it, was, it was just, I felt like I could do anything. You know, Shaz, it's just at that point and that those words that just like it's like I just had a, a, a lightning bolt run through my body just hearing yeah. you say that because that's exactly how I felt when I got to the end mm. of that firewalk. Mm. And it was like, oh my God. And um it's goosebumps, isn't it? Like it gives you it gives still gives me shivers, <laughs> shivers from the not just the cold, but like yeah, you get to a point where you you really do it's a shift. It. it it is. You have to go into your mental capacity because if you let yourself be taken by the sensation of this, this is an ice bath, people. This is like not just oh, cold, not just the bath cold. that you've left get cold for too long. <laughs> That's a little bit lukewarm that you can handle. It's this is a bath. Loaded with, with ice. loaded with ice where <laughs> there's no space, very little space between the ice cubes, and you <laughs> plunge Damn yourself, yourself in, in up to your neck because it's really good for the brain stem to you know release yep. a lot of trauma um and that sort of thing. So there's a whole psychology that goes behind it, but um you you are in this cold like I don't even um you know like like cold water on my hands or in the shower I'm much better now since I did this I must say um and I've now got to the place where I can have at the end of my showers I have some cold water run because it's I I know it's good for me um so but yeah it's, it's it's amazing and I was That's like that shift. yeah that shift and um through and this is that growth through all the personal development stuff that you do and I know that we've talked about it it's just at this point where you're talking about your shift from not liking the cold to now you're you've 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 got better, like you can yes. actually manage it. Absolutely. I have that same thing as well. And although we had a little bit of the cold therapy stuff come through at our big event as well, yeah. And uh, the cold showers is something right. that I can do because of the mental shift. That was a big that was a change for me. It was that the power of the mind and well, what you it do can, have can do for you, right? You have to use the power of your mind because when you are sitting in that cold water or going across the hot coals in your case, um, if you think too much about the uncomfortability factor, um, you will just get out. You'll yep. abandon ship, you know. Find all the reasons. Absolutely, because your mind starts to really play games on you and starts to tell you you can't do this, this is crazy, um, what are you doing, why are you doing this, all of that. And once you're in it, you know, and, of course, we, we have the preparation for a good reason, but if you can get to that place of moving past and sort of, I guess, surrendering to the moment yeah. and being at one, I know it sounds corny, but just allowing yourself to get past the pain and then, but going in, my, the best thing that Sherry did on the day was to start, uh, I think she was holding my hand and we were just starting to do um, like a mantra, like a breathing mantra um, and an om, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah. And, and so we were focused on something else 
And once you get past like a minute or so, it, 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 you're, you're in this incredible, peaceful place that I've, I've not felt since in, in the terms of it just takes you somewhere else. You, you're completely at, Crazy, at ease with it, which is amazing. <laughs> But the other thing too, Shaz, like you didn't actually just do it once though. Uh-huh. You did it, it, you did it twice, didn't you? That's right. You've got I, to share this. Oh, you mate. went back for more. I know because it was, because like I said, I felt so invincible afterwards, but I was feeling so pumped, so full of life that when the beautiful Leah asked, would anyone else like a second go? I didn't even hesitate. Um, and for me, it was about taming my mind again, because I have to admit that the first time I did it, the cold was such a shock to me that I, I struggled a bit, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, and I, I'll, I'll just say it. I carried on like a pork chop. I was moving around. I was like carrying <laughs> on. I was a lot of profanities and swear words that I not said before. Um, let it all out. <laughs> I just, people were looking at me and, but they were, everyone was so supportive. You know, you could tell it was just like, I was, I was having a hard time, but, and even though I got to that place of peace at first, it was a real struggle. Um, you know, but I managed to find that groove. And as I said, once Sherry started um, chanting, which took my mind off the cold and it gave me something else to focus on, I regulated my breathing. Um, yeah. So wow. that, that second time I did it, which was only a half a dozen of the people that stayed back to do that. Um, it was for me to settle into this, to the practice, to prove to myself that I could do it and to get that feeling, um, that peaceful feeling, which, you know, was still racing through my body the, from the first time, but I just felt like I needed to um, own it a bit more and harness it a bit. I knew I had it within me. Yeah. So yeah, I like just, you'd already proved it to yourself, but you just wanted to. Like I wanted to master it master in that it. moment and go, you know what, I can do better than that. I, I I mean, I was praising myself for actually getting that far because that was a big leap for me. Huge. But I didn't even hesitate. Like, yep, I'll go again. <laughs> you know, no, no, um, no second guessing at all. Yeah, That's it's it. interesting. Like we've talked about this a bit, but it makes sense that, you know, you would feel so invincible as you put it like because the cold therapy trauma like uh, or releases should I say releases trauma correct from your body I've I've done a bit of cryotherapy um which is like a bit crazy but well, really really cold and very short but yeah you know, kind of at same outcome right so so naturally like without that pain and suffering in your cells like yeah you're going to feel lighter. Plus, you know, like I said, I, I mean, I, through some of my learnings as well, the incredible benefits to the inflammation system as well. That's right. That's what Leah was talking about. There's so many health benefits, um, you know, and look here at Chris and Shads, we're a big fan of um, backing up our practices with science. Yeah. And it's been proven that, as you say, ice water therapy does have a positive psychological sorry, physical, physiological and psychological effect on the body. Yeah. It's why the um, grandmaster himself, Wim Hof, has millions of followers. And for anyone, you know, who doesn't know, um, he's, you know, you, you've you introduced me first to Wim Hof and talked he to me about cold water therapy. Yeah, he was at that event. And he's really made his whole Incredible. purpose and living out of teaching people to embrace that. The, yep. the cold water therapy um, and that's why people like Leah run a successful business with people coming from all over to do her workshops and retreats and 
you know, I've added her retreats to my to-do list where, you know, you build up over a couple of days to hike in the Australian snowy mountains in basically shorts and a T-shirt. Um, hello. <laughs> so that's the next level. That's levelling up again. So if anyone wants more info, you just got to head over to Wild Things Anatomy or check out Leah's uh, Facebook page. Um, oh, my gosh. It- that, like, sounds amazing. Yeah. And, you know, like, next life, like, next level, like, life-changing stuff again like for sure just that next that's that's pretty out there yeah you said it um maybe maybe we could make a patch on this program right now that we do it together one of Leah's retreats in the snowy mountains what do you reckon hey <laughs> just putting it out there just why not <laughs> <laughs> look no hesitation why not I mean you know we've done fire we've done ice that's that's gonna be a walk in the park right that's exactly right <laughs> A walk in the snowy mountains t-shirt. A walk shop in the snowy style. mountains <laughs> park. <laughs> put it in the put it in the bu- on the bucket list. I love it, Shaz. Perhaps some of our listeners might join us. Oh, that would be so cool. Look, I also want to add here, Shaz, if I may, but just before we wrap things up, and I know I know we're sort of coming to the end of, of our uh, foreign ice episode, but if there is anyone out there who is wondering you know what's next after you've been listening to our our chat now sharing our personal journey our personal experiences or you're thinking how can I break the cycle because let's face it as mums life happens and particularly with the last few years things can slip away pretty quickly so you know if any of uh, what Shaz or I have shared with you resonates in you know the slightest bit or lights you up you know then Mm. go and check out Tony or Leah or it might even be someone else in the self-development space Um, you know you don't have to follow who we do just find somebody that fits your your vibe your groove and that's it you know I think the one thing that I always take away from any of my learnings is to always have an open mind it's the one thing I've learned and I'm sure you, you yeah, you're good at that. Agree, Shaz. Like, don't shut yourself off because someone said it didn't work for them or why would you do that? You know, there's yeah. that judgment coming in again, right? Yeah. You know, um, I certainly waited far too long. And uh, so perhaps now is the time for you. That's right. Um, this, this is the thing that often we we can let people into our head with their ideas and thoughts, you know, the naysayers of the world. And But the reality is you will never know what it's like unless you truly experience it for yourself. And we are all individuals. So everyone is, you know, always going to have their own unique experience. And like you said, Chris, it's, if it's not the ice or the, the fire, the, the hot coals or some other method yeah. of extreme um, self-development, <laughs> Um, extreme (laughs) whatever it is you know whatever floats your boat as they say but give something a go you know just get out of your comfort zone Um, you know conquer a phobia like just just extend yourself a bit and see where it leads you yeah Yeah. that's where it's all about growth yeah it's and the one thing like and it's funny actually sitting I'm sitting here in my office like looking at all my Tony notes and (laughs) it's funny but the one thing that I can just see here that just pops out fear uh, equals growth fear equals growth yeah okay that's gold it is 
And I can't claim that, but I really, I, I wrote a lot of stuff down after that event that I just have up on my walls. And that's one thing that, um, you know, and there's another one here, Dance with Fear, which I really like as well. And that's it. Like it's, if we can flip that that word on its head and look at it in a positive frame, then, you know, that, that also helps with that levelling up, which, you know, creates, uh, I, I believe, a, a much more joyous life for ourselves. Absolutely. And, you know, fear is here to stay. It's a part of our um, nature. It's a part of our world. Our it's design. what you do with it that, that matters. It's how yeah. you approach it. It's how you don't let it hold you back because I think we can be fearful about, you know, the smallest or the biggest things, but if it's keeping you stuck, um, that's when it really can, you know, like I said this, I was at a crossroads when this ice water, cold water therapy presented and it really, it really elevated me at a time that I needed it most and maybe that's what people are looking for. Could have gone one or two ways, right? Like you yep. could have not done it. Yeah, and I would have always wondered, I would have always stayed sort of in that small mindset of, um, oh, yeah, I'm someone who doesn't like the cold. But now I'm learning to conquer it myself and little by little, longest, longer, uh, seconds by seconds in the shower with the cold water on at the end, um, it's definitely making a difference. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's. I guess that's for me with the firewalk, it was something I had to, I had to do. I knew it was always going to be one thing that in my mind, it was always going to happen. It was yeah. just a matter of when for me. Yeah. And, and it just was at that point when I went, right, that's the time now I'm doing it, you know? Yeah. So we trust that this has been incredible. It's just another, another insight. Gold. Yeah. <laughs> just love a little sharing bit of a, our stories. A reveal, um, some personal stuff shared, that's for sure. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I just, yeah. you know, Really hope that we've had some impact on you, um, our incredible listeners out there uh, today. Uh, go back through, have another listen, share it with somebody who you think needs to hear it as well. Like For sure, that's also really important because it might not just be you that needs it; it might be somebody else in your life, um, and you know that's really powerful in itself. So, on that note, Shaz, it's time for us to wrap up. Oh, I wish it didn't have to end. <laughs> yeah, I just I, there's so much more, but we'll we'll be back. We've got more. We've got more. <laughs> we've got much more. Uh, and and again, of course, it's been another awesome episode of Chris and Shaz in the Mother of All Roles podcast. Two real mums talking about real issues in an attempt to make the ordinary extraordinary. Remember to like, love, share, and we will catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening, guys.